It's time for Tundra Talk on WTMJ Nights. Here's your host, Brian Newton, with Brandon Snide. Oh my goodness. Tide has turned up in uh, Green Bay and at Lambeau Field. The Packers. The Packers are on a roll. Brandon Snide covers the Packers. You hear him every morning on Wisconsin's Morning News. He's our guest all the time here on Tundra Talk. He's the man. You have to be, Brandon, one of the happier men in the state of Wisconsin. I can confirm that that is accurate, Brian. Yes, I am. Things, now, have, you've been, things have improved. They it's It's only been a month since everybody was really, really worried. You mm-hmm. always kind of, you always, you know, you kept reminding us that, listen, it's the youngest roster in the league. Things are going to change. Jordan Love is making is making strides. Some of them are smaller than others, but there's there's hope. And there was there was word coming out of the the Packers locker room and out of Matt Lafleur that there's hope, hope, hope. But mm-hmm. sometimes you can hope in one hand and do something else in the other, and you know you only know which one's going to be full. Um, that hope seems to be paying off because the last month has been in, I don't remember your prediction for the chiefs, but I was shocked by the chiefs victory. Uh, the Chargers mm-hmm. victory right before that things have been going really good. Why? What, what happened? Uh, I think you're starting to see a team, Brian, and you and I have talked about it at nauseum. You mentioned it just, uh, there, you know, a youngest roster in the NFL, but you're starting to see a team grow up and learn to win right before your eyes, right? And we, yeah, let's be, let's call it what it is. The Packers are playing with house money this year, right? And what I mean by that is all of these guys are under contract. All of most of these guys, you know, the, the at least on on offense, are under rookie contracts outside of, of Jordan Love and and Aaron Jones, but Aaron Jones really hasn't played a whole lot. Um, so you don't you don't have a, a player on your books right now outside of Aaron Rodgers, who's not even on your team, that's really taking over your your salary. So this was just a year to where you wanted to throw everybody out there. Okay, Jordan Love, show me what you got. Who are you, Jaden Reed, Luke Musgrave? What do, what do you bring? You know, and now you're starting to see like, holy cow! Like there's something there's something here. You know, when you go in and you beat the Chargers, and it wasn't a pretty game, but it was a win, and it didn't matter because at the end of the day, Jordan Love threw a touchdown to go ahead with two and a half minutes left. That right there was a step into the right direction, and I have talked about it. I've mentioned it on Wisconsin's Morning News. I've mentioned it on Monday Morning Quarterback with Steve Scafidi. I've mentioned it with you. The kid has the talent. He can make every throw. He has the ability to lead a a successful football team, and now you're starting to see that with the Chargers game. And then you go into Detroit, Brian, and, and you know, I know the game ended as, as a seven-point finish, you know, win for the Packers. Right. That was a two-possession game from start to finish. They went into Detroit, they took their Thanksgiving plate, and they ran with it, and they dominated them, and it really wasn't ever close until the very end. And then you go into the play the Kansas City Chiefs, and this was a personal game for, for Jordan Love. He talked about it after the game. He said, I had this game circled uh, for a couple reasons why. His mom and girlfriend were put up into outer space there in Kansas City for his first career start. Um, and then Andy Reid didn't know who he was when he was asked about Jordan Love in the offseason. Oh. When, when, when the Packers decided to move on from Aaron Rodgers, 
they were at the the uh, the GM owners meetings down there. I think it was in Florida. And somebody asked Aaron Reed, "What do you think about Jordan Love? He's now going to be starting for the Packers uh, against when he played you." And he, he had no idea who Jordan Love was. So Jordan Love had this game circled, and boy, does he look he every delivered. part of a franchise quarterback. And to really answer your question, he is the reason that you're starting to see this team because he's starting to believe in his abilities, Brian. You know, I wasn't, I don't yeah. think Jordan Love ever lacked confidence or, or lacked, you know, the ability to know that he can go out and be a, a franchise quarterback. But when you start putting pen to paper and you start putting football into the end zone, and into the hands of your receivers, and you start seeing, you know, the results on the scoreboard in the, in the standings, something starts to change. And he now is starting to believe I can do everything that, that Aaron Rodgers did before me, you know, maybe not to the level that Aaron Rodgers did, because I don't think that would be quite fair to compare him to, to Aaron Rodgers. But nonetheless, like he's done something Aaron Rodgers didn't do last year. He threw for for 300 yards in a game. Aaron Rodgers didn't do that last year. (laughs) So, and we, we talked about this too, Brandon, that he just seems more relaxed on the field. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's the play calling. I don't know if it's gelling more with the receivers uh, a combination of all of it, but he does seem to be playing like a guy who's been playing for a long time and not some, and I know he wasn't a rookie this year, but you know, a rookie as far as the starting quarterback position. Yeah. And you saw that on display really a, a ton of times against the Kansas city chiefs, like his second touchdown pass of the game. It was Watson's first one into the middle of the end zone. I mean, that pocket is collapsing around him and he's just standing there like, like like nothing's going on and, and steps up into the pocket and delivers a strike and the Packers go up 14 to six. I mean, some of it is, yes, I think he's a little bit more comfortable. His confidence is growing. Some of it, Brian, is just is instinct. You either have it or you don't, and right. you can't coach it. You know, you either have that ability. Aaron Rodgers was the best at it. Um, Patrick Mahomes is really good at it. Uh, Josh Allen can be really good at it. Um, but you either have it or you don't. It's not something that you develop over time, you know, like you do accuracy or, or arm strength or whatnot. You either have that ability or you don't. And Jordan Love clearly does because, like you said, cool as a cucumber in that pocket. And, and the arm angles, man, it, you know, it's, it's cool to see him be able to put this stuff on display these last three weeks um, because he can make those types of throws that Aaron Rodgers made. His arm might not be as strong. I think fans and and especially, you know, people that cover the team want him to develop a better and more accurate deep ball. But I think he will over time. That's something that can come later. But again, you can't teach arm arm angles. You either have that, you either have the ability to throw sidearm at a 75 degree angle, 90 degree angle, or or you don't, you know, and and he does. And you've been able to see it for the last few weeks. And and they're just, this is some of the best football I think the Packers have played, not not just this year, but even prior to last year, you know, since 2021, probably. Now, Brandon, you had taught, and you've said this a lot, um, that, you know, as, as we started this season and you and I were started to talk and things were not looking great and you were like, well, the, the playoffs, nobody expected them to make the playoffs <laughs> this year. And that was true until it's not true. And now, mm-hmm. you know, there's some, there's some rumblings. Things are, things are looking good. What do you, I know we, I, as Packers fans, you you said last time we talked people should be excited. We this is it. Realistically, the way things are going, it's not that far fetched to think that the Packers can make the playoffs this year. Well, if the season ended right now, Brian, they would be in the playoffs. Yes, they're I mean, in, isn't right. that crazy? 
You know, I mean, it's crazy to think. And you and I, I remember the exact conversation you and I had because it was right before the Raiders game on Monday night. I'm like, look, if they can beat the Raiders, they go on their bye week, they have the Broncos, like they can be in a position to win, to get to the playoffs. Obviously, they lost both of those games. Um, and then you're like, <laughs> right. and then you're you're looking at the schedule. You're scratching your head. You're like, holy crap! They got the, the Chargers, Detroit, Kansas City, and then in Packer fashion, they win all three of those games. And now, yes, they're right there in the playoffs. I think fans should take it to a one week approach. You know, okay. week by week, as a, as you know, player coach talk. It's game by game, day by day. But this is a playoff team. This team will be in the playoffs. They play at the New York football giants. They're going to win on Monday night. They go to Carolina. They're going to beat Carolina. They're home against Tampa. They're going to beat Tampa. And then they finish their year with two division games in Minnesota and Chicago. They probably split those two, which way it goes. Who knows as long as health is, is a, isn't a factor. And you're looking at a a 10 win football team. And that's more than enough to get you into the playoffs. And who knows what happens with Detroit? I'm not saying Detroit's going to lose. I'm not saying they're going to lose a division. The Packers right now are the hottest team in the NFL. It's not even really close. And Jordan Love, over the last three weeks, is the number one rated quarterback throughout the National Football League. The number one quarterback. And I know he catches a lot of flack. He's caught a lot of flack from me. Joe Barry has this defense playing in the top ten right now. So when you combine... All of those things, that's a very, very good football team trending in the right direction. Oh, and keep in mind, Matt LaFleur hasn't ever lost in the month of December. He's, I he's saw that know. I saw that stat yesterday <laughs> and I was like, Oh, we're in December. This is good news. <laughs> yeah, so he hasn't so he, he obviously knows, you know, things change. I anticipate you're gonna get Aaron Jones back at some point, uh, either this week or next week. I think it helps that it's a Monday night game, it gives him an extra day. Yeah. Um so the Packers are a day behind as far as practicing this week. But, you know, you're getting guys back healthy, you know, throughout, you know, this last month or so of the season. And right now, Brian, you know, maybe this is just Homer talk and, you know, being biased and, you know, energetic because they've won three in a row. There's not a team right now that I'd be afraid of going to play. You know, San Francisco's great. Philly's great. I've seen both of those teams lose to bad teams. Sure. You know, Philly lost to the you know. So well, this is um, if, I, I wanted to ask you this too because all the fo- the focus rightfully is on Jordan Love, and you know the, as you mentioned the defense is playing very well, but all the reports that I've seen are that you know everybody there seems to be on the same page, and is that because of the youth? Is that because they really believe it? Uh, there were you know stuff I read as when the season was at the beginning when things were a little rough. Guys were still hanging around. They were still talking. Everybody was trying to figure it out. And now that it's all gelling, it at least from the outside, it really looks like a full team effort, which might sound a little Pollyanna in the world sure. of professional sports, but that that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, and you got to give a lot of credit to Matt LaFleur, right? And, and in October when they didn't win a game, things just looked bleak, right? The play calling was right. kind of – up and down the play on the field was questionable things in the locker room weren't you know going so well but then you started getting reports of you know Jordan Love's working with the receivers before and after practice you had Jaden Reed rookie Jaden Reed holding receiver meetings yeah. uh, after after losses and guys stepping up into leadership roles and I think to answer your question Brian is you're starting to see a team mature a little bit right you go into a year and you got the youngest roster in the NFL you got Jordan Love. It's his first year starting. You know, 
but now he's starting to be like, okay, I'm the man. I'm the guy. I'm going to take ownership. He's, you, you saw him a little bit uh, during you know bad portions of these last few games. He's more animated than he has been at any point in the season. He's starting to take on to that that ownership, that that leadership role. You're starting to see guys step up. You're starting to see guys go out of their way. Kenny Clark, Rashawn Gary, uh, those are the two right off the top of my head that in their post game press conference are talking about make sure you give Jordan Love his credit. You know, put some respect on his name. So you're starting to see teammates stick up for one another. And I think you're starting to see a team just simply believe, like, we are good. We have a quarterback who believes in himself. We have a head coach who believes in our quarterback. We have a general manager who believes in our coaching. And that that is palpable. When you feel that throughout the building, uh, you know, at practice and in games on the sideline, even if it's good or bad, you know, you it, it energizes you. It, it, it takes you to another level that maybe you didn't have before. And now you're just seeing guys mature into leadership roles that, that weren't leaders to begin the season, and now they're stepping into those roles, and you're seeing three wins in a row, playoffs, and looks like a good finish to to a a very up and down season. But it's it's been remarkable to see, nonetheless. It's going great. Brandon Snide's my guest. He comes to talk Thunder Talk with us. You can hear him every morning on Wisconsin's Morning News and read all his hot takes and uh, and analysis and all the other uh, all the other things that he's covering on WTMJ.com. Brandon, we're going to take a quick break. Then just a quick preview of the uh, the game against the New York Football Giants. It's Thunder Talk. It's WTMJ Nights. It's Tundra Talk on WTMJ Nights. Brandon Snide is here. You hear Brandon every morning on Wisconsin's Morning News. Read all his sports coverage on WTMJ.com. On paper, uh, Brandon, it looks like the Packers should be able to go into uh, New York and uh, dispatch with the Giants pretty easily, but the papers sometimes lie. As you look at the stats... (laughs) The Giants aren't doing great. They're four and eight. They've got an undrafted rookie playing quarterback for the last month. Now he's won two games, but he also has some of the worst ratings for being sacked and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, is this going to be a cakewalk? No, Brian. I don't think any game is a cakewalk. Um, you know, I, it, it, it has the the feelings of of a trap game, um, and that's comes with having the you know nfl's youngest roster like how do they respond after an emotional win right taylor swift in the building patrick mahomes at quarterback under the bright lights sunday night football and it was a last second win um you hope that's where matt lafleur steps in and, and obviously hones his guys down a little bit and says you know focus on on what what's at hand here with the uh with the giants they should win right but right again this isn't a Packers team that has dominated all year, right? They lost to a Falcons team when they were up double double digits in the fourth quarter. They lost to a bad Raiders team. The Broncos loss doesn't look as bad now. Um, but you have Tommy DeVito starting at quarterback. Saquon Barkley has has been a shade of himself. You know, they really don't have a, a receiver in New York that, that puts the fear of God into you. Your defense is playing much better if you're a Packers fan. Your offense is obviously way better than it has been. Should be a game, like you said, on paper where they absolutely dominate. My only concern would be, is there an emotional hangover from the Kansas City Chiefs game? And, you know, and, and if there is, how do they respond to that? 
and your point about the young the young team handling it because the Packers have kind of moved from oh look the Packers are starting to make a run to now there's mm-hmm. different pressure and different expectations on this young team and point. Yeah. like like you say coming off the emotional the emotional win the other night that that could be a lot to handle yeah and you're going to you're going to know right away i think you're going to get the answer right away within that first quarter against the giants and the third game in a row where they're prime time. So they're starting to get used to playing in prime time, at least. So if there's something to take away, it's that, I suppose. Um, so, you know, it's a prime time game. Again, it's in New York, big city, big moment. Um, what kind of team do you, do we have as Packer fans will be on full display uh, on Monday night? You know, they're going to have the extra day to rest up. You hope that you're going to get some guys back that haven't been able to play back. You know, Jair Alexander is being one Aaron Jones, is going to be the other. If one of those two comes back to play, I'd feel way better. I already feel really good about this, but the only part about it is just like, okay, part of me just steps back and and is just worried about, you know, they just beat Patrick Mahomes and now you're playing Tommy DeVito, like nothing against (laughs) Tommy DeVito, but like, you know, like what mental, you know, fall off is there going to be, if there's going to be, and you hope there's not any, and if there's not any, then this Packers team is going to roll by two or three scores, you know. But you'll see right away. I still think the Packers are going to. I think they're going to handle the Giants pretty, pretty easily. Final score. Final score: thirty-one thirteen. Packers over the Giants. I think Jordan Love continues the hot streak. I'm hopeful that Aaron Jones comes back. But if he doesn't, AJ Dillon has been the unsung hero on that offense. He has been absolutely terrific these last few weeks he is running the ball hard he's catching the ball even better um so i'm very happy with where aj Dillon is you hope to get aaron jones back but 31 13 packers seven and six brian into the playoffs you and i were right about it about a month ago (laughs) (laughs) well yeah we're gonna stand by that statement we'll talk to you next week and see uh you know if we're celebrating the playoffs Brandon Snide is our guest, always on Tundra Talk. Hear him every morning on Wisconsin's Morning News. Read all his sports coverage on WTMJ.com. Brandon, always a pleasure. I'm glad to see you. I'm glad to hear you so upbeat. This is this is a nice change from earlier in the year. <laughs> this is good, Brian. I, I can deal with this. I, I like this. I like this version of the Packers. It's been a fun year. I'm hoping it continues, and, and I appreciate you uh, having me on, and, and we'll – See another Packers win. We'll talk about it again. We'll talk about it next week. Thanks, Brandon. Oh, man, Brandon Snide, happy, happy. This is good. He, uh, you know, he was able to... uh eat Thanksgiving dinner when the, with his family when the Packers won. He's been on a roll for the last month, so we'll talk to Brandon again next week and see how things go. we got to do this, then it's news time on WTMJ.